I was born in Pittsburgh in April 1939, less than five months before Hitler began World War II by invading Poland. I entered first grade in September 1945, a month after the end of the war. I was a member of the War Babies generation, the pre-baby boomers, who would grow up searching for an identity in an era of anxiety and alienation, personified by the James Dean character in Rebel Without a Cause. And your folks didn't understand? They never do. They think that I can make friends if we move, Sid. Just move. Everything will be roses and sunshine. But you don't think that's the right solution? Things pretty rough for you at home? At the zoo. What? At the zoo. Those of us who grew up on Pittsburgh's working class south side were the sons and daughters of fathers who, after they fought and won a war, spent their days working in steel mills, gas stations, and warehouses, and their nights in neighborhood beer joints. Our mothers, many of them who worked during the war, were no longer needed in Pittsburgh factories, but still had to find work, mostly as waitresses, sales clerks, and cleaning women, to help their families make ends meet. Our parents, the sons and daughters of the late 19th and early 20th century wave of Eastern European immigrants, were the first in our families to speak without a foreign accent, the first to attend American schools, though they dropped out early to find work, and the first to anglicize their last names. In my father's family, the Lithuanian Petrauskas, translated son of Peter, became Peterson. Pittsburgh Southside, where we lived upstairs in my immigrant grandparents' house, was made up of ethnic enclaves, and at the center of each enclave, preserving its traditions and heritage, were Catholic churches. If you traveled from east to west through the south side, you'd encounter, beginning with the Serbian St. Peter's on 28th Street, a Catholic church every few blocks. You'd pass the Lithuanian St. Casimir's, the Russian St. Mary's, the Polish St. Adalbert's, and the German St. Michael's, until you finally reached, on 7th Street, the St. John the Baptist Ukrainian Catholic Church, the South Side's most spectacular church with its Byzantine domes. Of all the members of my family, my grandmother, Gotrina, or Catherine, was the one most devoted to our Lithuanian heritage. She lived for holy days of obligation, circled on her religious calendar, and for the early mass celebrated in Lithuanian at St. Casimir's. Her dinners were an array of delights from the old country, including my favorites, the stuffed cabbage that we called by its Polish name, Golunki, and the Lithuanian kugelis, a stuffing with a rich taste of potatoes and bacon. So for the ingredients, we're gonna use 10 medium potatoes, or two pounds of potatoes, eight tablespoons of butter, one medium onion, diced, two or three cloves of garlic, diced, five stripes of bacon, diced, salt and pepper to taste, and then two medium eggs. Bon appetit or skinos appetito in Lithuanian. Those Southside churches are gone, with the exception of St. John the Baptist Ukrainian. Its pierogi ladies still preserve the community's character by preparing and selling the most celebrated ethnic food in Pittsburgh. The pierogi, pierogi in Ukrainian, by the thousands. Much of the profits have gone to an orphanage in western Ukraine 
that has devoted itself to children with special needs. Truthfully, it's, besides making money for the church, it's a social event. You know, especially after you've worked all your life and then you retire and you're like, okay, what? So I, I hate when it ends. I hate it. You know, uh, I enjoy doing this. And, and I'm Polish. <laughs> so I, I grew up on pierogies. <laughs> And we solve all the problems of the world. We just we know how to do it. You know, get rid of all the other the senators and stuff like that because we we ladies can solve any problems <laughs> with love and kindness. These days, the pierogi ladies worry about the fate of the orphanage and the relatives that many of them have in war-torn Ukraine. When one of them was asked about the war, she first recalled coming to America at the age of nine with her family after spending time in a post-war displaced person camp and how the St. John's the Baptist family welcomed them, fed them, and found them a home. As for Putin's invasion of Ukraine, she said, no one stopped Hitler, no one stopped Putin. Putin needs to be stopped. We have our own pierogi lady in our family. My wife Anita's mother was Polish and her father was Polish-Lithuanian. She has passed along to our kids many of the ethnic traditions celebrated by our families. The screensaver on my phone is a photograph of Anita making pierogies at Christmas. We're looking forward to visiting Pittsburgh this spring or summer. And when we drive to the south side, we'll pass St. John the Baptist Ukrainian Church and feel a renewed sense of pride in our ethnic heritage. This is Pete Peterson for WSIU Radio.